Hey, hey, welcome to the Lessons in Letters podcast. I'm so excited about recording today for many reasons. First of which, this is the first podcast. What? This kind of feels like a dream. And secondly, I have a very special guest to help me kick off the first podcast. This girl is truly a dime piece, and she has been since the day I met her. She's full of life, love, and happiness for her family, friends, faith, and drumroll, please. Her name is Callie Clorin. Welcome on, Cal. Thank you so much, Aves. I am so excited to be doing this. Who would have thought that when we met in fifth grade, we would one day be sitting in front of a mic? Right? Callie and I go way back. We met in grade school and became great friends almost instantaneously. And although we weren't super close in high school, we managed to find our way back to each other like we always do. And now... We are roommates! Yes, with six other amazing humans. Shout out Cloud8, right? We have the best group of girls that we live with. Yeah, we really lucked out. So as Callie said, we are roommates and this combo feels so natural and normal because I swear every day I find myself in Callie's room losing track of time. We're talking anything from family to what we're making from dinner to literally the most random things you don't even want to know. Or you'll find me in your bedroom after coming down to brush my teeth and then going in and spending hours next to you on your bed. Yep, it's true. Okay, so Callie, are you ready for the question that each guest on Lessons in Letters is going to be asked? Yes. Okay, hit me. (laughs) All right, Callie, what is your most embarrassing story? Okay, so this is really funny because it is by far the most embarrassing thing I have ever done. So I worked at a restaurant for like three to four years, and one of my first shifts by myself as a server, I was with a family of six, um, a mom and a dad and young children. And they had ordered their drinks, and I had a big drink carrier with, like, four sippy cups. And the mom ordered a drink, and the dad ordered a beer. And so I'm carrying back this drink carrier to the table, and I set the sippy cups down, and it throws off the balance, and the beer spills all over the dad, who looks like he just (laughs) came from work in nice clothing Probably had the worst day after that because I spilled his beer all over him and I was absolutely mortified. I ran away as fast as I could. I bolted. I did not know what to do. I brought towels, but like I felt weird telling him off. So anyways, it was awful and I I don't think I ever recovered fully. (laughs) That is actually so funny and so embarrassing. I love embarrassing stories. So thank you for sharing. Also, by the way, my voice usually does not sound like this. I just got over um, a sinus infection. I think my voice might be permanently raspy now. So here we go. But that is so funny. And Callie um, mentioned earlier us being roommates. So let's backtrack. If you told me that we would be roommates at the Ohio State University two years ago, I would have looked at you and been so confused. And the reason is because Callie and I didn't start out at the university we're at now. In fact, we are transfer students. So Callie, can you give me your quick rundown on your past two years in relation to college and transferring? Yes. Okay. So I started at Xavier University, which is a small school in Cincinnati. It has just about 5,000 undergraduate students, and it felt familiar, comfortable, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of had a similar experience. I was at University of Dayton, which isn't too far away from Cincy. And everyone that goes to Dayton is absolutely obsessed with it. Like they love it. And I met so many amazing people there. 
um, a couple of which are going to be lifelong friends of mine. But then I just kind of felt like I wasn't in the right place and I kept going back and forth um, on what I wanted to do. So that led me to transferring. Yeah, I had great friends. I had a great group of girls that I always hung out with. I played club volleyball. I was very busy, but something was missing. And it's crazy because I actually didn't even think about transferring until the summer after I moved home from freshman year. And it's also really funny because Avery played a huge role into me transferring and we weren't even that close of friends at the time. So funny. So Avery and I live in the same neighborhood and we went to the same neighborhood pool and I was there with one of my friends and Avery shows up with one of her friends and we were kind of catching up and I knew Avery was transferring. And so we were just kind of asking each other about how we were doing and Avery was filling me in on the process. And I remember after like two minutes, I completely zoned out and all I could think about was how I wanted to transfer to. And it had never crossed my mind before. And I'm like, where is this coming from? But when Avery was talking, I was just like, wow, like that is incredible. Like, I think I need to make this jump too. And so I literally left the pool that day and I submitted a transfer application within hours (laughs) and it had never even crossed my mind before. Once I did it, it made so much sense because I realized how badly I needed that little push um, to do it. Because once I did, I was like, yes, this is right. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I honestly forgot about that. And just as you were talking, I have a flashback of us at Zest. We were literally eating there and we were just discussing like transferring. And we literally had so many of the same feelings and emotions. So I'm so happy that I had someone going into it. But even... After we transferred, Callie and I weren't roommates. We're roommates now in our junior year, but in our sophomore year, we were still kind of like in a new freshman year almost. And let me tell you, college is hyped up to look like some of the best four years of your life. Even before I went to college, when I was in high school, I had this perception of what it was supposed to look like. And it looked like this earth shattering, life altering, amazing, freeing experience. But, but is it? Yeah, no, I can totally jump in on this. Don't get me wrong. I love Instagram, but social media is a black hole for comparison. It is so unrealistic. I remember the perception of transferring was that it kind of shows weakness and it's something to be ashamed of. Um, You don't necessarily see it plastered on social when someone is having a hard time in college or contemplating transferring in. It is hard because I even remember thinking about how some people would say, oh, she would never last that far away or, oh, shocker, that girl transferred. And it just has a little bit of a negative connotation to it that makes it hard for um, those that are considering it. So I never really wanted to be perceived as weak or not fit for college when in reality, none of that matters. And literally All of my best friends contemplated transferring at some point in their college experience. I remember some of my happiest friends in college saying they were jealous when I decided to make the move. And when I first thought of transferring, I literally thought I was the only person besides Avery at the pool. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is because all I saw on social were the highlight reels of college experiences, including mine. So, you know, my Instagram didn't show that I was thinking of transferring, but... So for that reason, I kind of thought I was all alone. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And exactly what you said, like college is great, but social media really puts on such unrealistic expectations for people. And like, I remember people joining sororities, like even after I transferred, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I missing out on this? Am I, I just like felt so out of the place. But um, 
anyways, my whole point with this is social media can make you feel like you aren't tracked for living your life. And this leads me to our topic today. Trust the timing for your life. Kelly, I don't know about you, but I hate when you're going through a hard time and someone is like, you'll come out better on the other side. And it's actually true. But in the moment, you're like, really? Um, so, so many of my struggles at Dayton made me a more disciplined person and even forced me to focus on what made me most happy. So every single day I woke up and I was like, wow, I just like, don't feel exactly right. I would have to get myself into a routine where I queued up my favorite podcaster at the time. And I would look forward to walking in classes and hearing her speak truth into my life every single day. And not only did that serve as a tool to help me motivate me through those days, but it also instilled lessons in me that I use today. But Callie, I just want to ask, do you ever remember a time at X just feeling overall down and kind of going through the motions and or what are some tangible things you did to make your days a little better? Yes, I definitely remember a couple of times at Xavier feeling like I wasn't in the right place and kind of going through the motions specifically was coming back to Xavier after winter break. And I remember my parents dropped me off and I was just hysterical. I just didn't want to go back and they didn't know why. I didn't know why. And I remember there was a Xavier basketball game that that afternoon. And I love Xavier basketball. I'm a sport industry major. I live for those games. And I remember not even wanting to go and not being excited for it. And just like, I did not want to be in college anymore. I just did not want to be there. And so that was a big wake-up call for me. I was like, why why don't I enjoy the things that I used to enjoy anymore? So some things that helped me through these days were the girls and the friends that I had at Xavier. They were the best thing that happened when I was there. They are awesome, and I adore them, and I still talk to them all the time. Um, and so I would literally be so open to them. And I, I remember like going into my friend Lily's room and I was just like oh. crying. And I was like, and she's like, why are you crying? Like, I don't know. I just, I just was unhappy. And it was, um, but they really did help me get through it and just keeping myself busy. I thrive on routines. And so I thrived when I was busy. And so that yeah, helped me too. And This honestly doesn't just apply to people who are transferring. It applies to any walk or change of life. Hear me out. Transferring or changing your life for the better is not a sign of weakness. It's actually you just sticking up for the life you want to create. Trust me, these past couple of years have gone off the rails when it comes to my past expectations. When it comes to transferring, me switching majors, just a ton of things. And my life is so much better because I didn't succumb to what I thought a normal track should be. Okay, Callie, so speaking of making a change, what is a sign that you should consider making a change in your life? Is there any advice you got when considering transferring? Yes, I got some amazing advice, but the best advice I was given when I was considering transferring was that all decisions of significance should be determined by three things. One, prayer and what is his wish, what is God's wish for you. Two, the impact on family and those closest to you. And three, career impact. It's not money, it's not perception, it's not the easy route. Those are the things that should drive your decision. And that really stuck with me. I was like, I should not be, you know, staying in my same position I am in right now just because it does it looks bad to leave. Um, when I really did feel like I I wanted to and that it was a it was not an impulsive decision, even though right when Avery brought it up, I was like, I'm doing it. Like I promise it wasn't impulsive. Um, I had really had like pushed away thoughts I had for so long. 
um, because of perception and the easy route. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to have to make new friends. And once I kind of heard that advice that it's, it's not about that. And so really it was like that kind of day at the pool when I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. That's really good advice. I'm going to have to play this back and jot all that down in my notebook. Cause <laughs> dang, that was good. But wow, that really stuck with me about perception. And when I think back to when I was considering transferring, when I was sitting in my dorm, um, when I was a freshman at date, and I just kept thinking, what are others going to think of me? I had the same thoughts as you like, Oh, this girl can't last far away from home or this girl's weak for transferring. And in reality, none of that matters because I, and I, I don't know if I can speak for you. I feel like I can. I'm so much happier in the place I am now. And I know that everyone has different times where they thrive. So for example, right now, Callie and I are kind of loving life. Um, but for some people, it's really hard because of COVID. They're not really enjoying exactly where they are. Yes, I totally agree. Avery and I talk about this all the time that this year has been our favorite year of college. And it's so crazy because it is the weirdest year we've ever had. Like, but it has really grounded me. It has really taught me and Avery like a lot of things about ourselves, a lot of things that um, are so important. And we've just like loved growing together. And Avery's such a good roommate. She's such a good role model. And we have the best group of girls that have just made... Um, the best of these situations because it's it's not like we're like oh we've had the best year like just going out and partying with a bunch of people like we're still you know taking everything very seriously but we just have such a better perception of you know life and we have just great yeah. things yeah honestly I agree with you and I think the reason we love it so much is because we have stayed so grounded and rooted in what is most important to us I feel like perceptions have just been thrown out the door I don't feel like I'm expected to be doing the same things I see everyone else doing on social media because we are kind of still in a quarantine but we have had so much fun with our friend group we've kept it pretty small and close-knit but I've made some amazing memories I don't know if they exactly feel the same but I just have absolutely loved it. Yes, I remember at Xavier and even a little bit at, at Ohio State, I would see a bunch of friends, mutual or acquaintances almost, that were out or doing fun things like every night of the week. And I remember feeling like, darn it, I'm missing out. Like, what am I not doing? Like, why do, why am I at home studying? Like, why, why shouldn't I be out there? And I remember like feeling so bad about myself and I remember being like, darn it, I need to go do, go out and do these things. And when in reality I was, I was totally happy. Like I was fine. I just was comparing what I was doing to what other people were doing. Callie, I totally relate, especially when it comes to social, like just being able to scroll through and see what others are doing, even though we know it's like not real and it's edited and it's like warped it still feels kind of like FOMO, like you're missing out. Yeah. Um, in this time, I think we like it so much is because like, it's just slowed down a little bit. And like, there's, there's not a rush to be, um, the first person to go to this or go to that. Um, and honestly, I feel like that's a good life lesson for us for how we should move on after quarantine too, when life goes back to normal, which it needs to go back to normal faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Avery and I still, and everyone in our house, we're very busy. Avery's in a business fraternity. I'm in a sorority. We're still doing very fun, busy things. But at the end of the day, I think it's just how you're rooted in your values have really impacted this year and how fun it is. 
Okay. So I want to circle back about trusting the timing for your life. And I don't think it has to be this huge drastic event, like switching your major or changing where you're going to go to college. It can be some little hiccup in life. And it's so important to remember that everything's happening for a reason. And I know that is so, so cliche, but it's true. God's timing is so much better than what we could expect. Yes, I agree. I'm a very big planner. I like to plan everything. And even you do, you have like a, literally a notebook with like nine o'clock, this, 10 o'clock, this. (laughs) Great. Like I'm psycho, but I really thought, okay, I'm going to go to Xavier. I'm going to have a good time. And I did. And then, and then when things started to like crash, I was like, I can't leave. I can't transfer, can't transfer. But then it was crazy because once I like made the decision, I had incredible internship major opportunities at Ohio State that were um, popping up and I was able to pursue them and they were awesome. And if I hadn't thought about, you know, if I hadn't strayed from my planner, I would have never taken the opportunity to find what was actually better for my career. And so that's why when you just let go of planning everything and you give it to God, you realize how much bigger and better he has things. Cause I could have stayed at Xavier and had a good time and it would have been fine. But once I kind of let go of me trying to be in control, I realized all of the incredible opportunities that he had placed for me. Yes. Callie, throw away the planner, baby. <laughs> um, I agree. It's almost like, you know, the saying is like one door opens another and it kind of just like takes that action of opening up the door. Just like you said, like I could have been stuck at that place in UD and being like, oh, it's fine. It's average. Just like you were at Xavier, not extremely happy. But I clearly remember right when I decided I was going to transfer, things just started opening up and unfolding so naturally. It was almost like, wow, this actually was meant to be like the girl that I roomed with sophomore year who we're still living with right now. Shout out Jordy. So quickly we became roommates. We had plans for that. Um, everything lined up for where we're supposed to live. Um, I naturally got introduced to this organization that I am, that I absolutely love. And like things just started going so naturally. So really the scariest part is just deciding and saying yes. I vividly remember suppressing feelings I was having at Xavier because I was like, no, I'm not transferring. Like I'm not listening to that voice in my head. That's like, this probably isn't the right place for you. And then like, once I started to let those feelings in, it was game over and I never looked back. And once you do that with God, you really don't ever have to look back because you, you never have to worry what's in front of you because he'll always take care of you. Actually, that just transitioned so well because I kind of wanted to bring up my favorite Bible quote. It's Matthew six twenty six, and it goes, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And essentially that just means like God takes care of the birds who fly in the sky. Like birds aren't worried about where they're going to sleep or what they're going to eat that day. And still God takes care of them. And how much more important are we as human beings that are created in his image? And we are so much more important than birds. So that means that God is just going to take even greater care of us, which I, I don't know that Bible quote just, it just resonates with me so much. I love it. I absolutely love it. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of each podcast, I'm going to have the guest leave a little lesson or takeaway and then a little letter. So Callie, do you mind 
giving our listeners your biggest takeaway or the lesson of this podcast? Yes. Okay. Let me think. The lesson I hope you can take away is that life is too short to plan out every detail. Throw away your planner. Yes. (laughs) You will miss out on the present moment. My lesson is that you get to know yourself. Find what makes you happy and then just soar. Like a bird. Like a bird. (laughs) For me, I thrive on routines and forcing myself to choose joy every day. I don't need a planner, but I need a routine. And most people do. So create a morning or night routine that makes you excited to get up or excited to go to bed. And this will help you reflect and know when things aren't working because you're grounded in your routines. And then the other thing is, if you choose joy every single morning, you will see your life perspective change incredibly. You choose to spend time worrying and you choose to be positive. So I encourage you to be positive and always listen to what is placed on your heart. Let go of the control you have on your life and give it all to God. That is so good. Like I said earlier, I need I need to jot all this down. I'm going to listen back and oof, I'm going to get a good lesson out of this. And Callie, your letter. Okay. The letter I hope you can take away from this is that your journey has been molded with absolute certainty. It is perfect. Nothing on earth is perfect except for your plan. Look at life as if you have an audience of one and that one is God. There is no one else you need to prove things to because God knows you inside and out. So everything you do should be for him and you should never take life too seriously. Oh, I love that. I feel like I just opened up like a beautiful handwritten letter and like tears are streaming down my eyes. (laughs) I love that. And I love you so much, Callie. I'm so happy I was able to be here. And seriously, I don't even feel like we have mics in front of us because this is Avery like eating chocolate and talking in her bedroom for hours like this is just a recorded conversation yeah no this is this is so candid this is actually Callie and I and I'm so grateful for your friendship and I'm so happy that you're the first guest on lessons and letters so thanks for helping me kick it off Cal lessons and letters is amazing I'm so excited for its future (laughs) and I hope it just soars like Avery oh thanks Cal